You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, though? Martin Weiss, the West Coast correspondent, in on another Thursday night football episode. Last week, Lions versus the Packers. We did all right. We did all right. You know, the game ended up going over. Jordan Love did not go over his rushing prop, but we did hit Lions money line, which, you know, if you played the points, good on you. I took that little bit of insurance. Also got the FanDuel special they had up there, priced at 250 with uh, Aiden Hutchinson to record a sack and the Lions to win. Had a little bit of bad luck on Luke Musgrave. He had one catch, got a concussion on that catch. Next four passes go to backup tight ends. You know, I'll go right process, wrong prop. It's the way it goes, man. It's football. People get hurt. So that's it. But without further ado, let's move on to the this week's banger of a game. Ha, ha. Is somehow the Chicago Bears are in prime time, and I'm not looking forward to watching this game. It's going to be one of those uh, for the labor of love. Who knows? Maybe it turns out to be a good one, but uh, realistically, let's be honest. Washington Commanders. They've been up and down this season so far. You know, that Cardinals team that gave them trouble in week one, they hung on and won, but that's a team that's playing a lot harder through four weeks than anybody gave them any credit for. The Broncos stormed back on them. Uh, In the second half there, Russell Wilson not able to convert the two-point conversion at the end of the game that would have made pretty much all the difference there. Got mollywopped by the Bills and had a shot to win versus the Eagles. If uh, Ron Ron Riverboat Rivera, Riverboat Ron, if he took his life preserver off and had gone for two instead of kicking the extra point, playing for overtime against uh, NFC champions, and the way that A.J. Brown was going off on them, uh, not the best decision there. Should have went for two. I mean, we talk about these decisions to win the game. I know uh, if you're a big analytics guy, you're probably in on Brandon Staley going forward on fourth down on his own 25 and his own 35 because it's like a decision to win the game. That's ridiculous. But going for two right there was the right decision that was not made by Ron Rivera. And uh, I don't know, man. Ron Rivera would be making some questionable moves in general, saying he didn't watch practice last year to know that Sam Howell was better than whatever he had at starting options between Taylor Heineke and Carson, whoever was out there. And then uh, even, you know, last year when it got down to the end of the season, not knowing whether or not the commanders were going to be eligible for the playoffs and I think kind of trying to play it off. We'll see how things go now that there's new ownership there because I think the fact that it was bad ownership there probably got Riverboat Ron a little bit more gas in his uh, to go further down the river. But we'll see how it goes out. But that's the big picture. We're looking at this game right here right now. The Bears 
I think the best way to put the Bears season so far, it has been an abject disaster. I think that's the nicest way you can phrase it. I say it was a dumpster fire, but that would provide, like, there is no dumpster in Chicago. It's like just a flaming trash pile, as bad as it's been. The Packers, the Buccaneers, and the Chiefs all beat the Bears by at least two scores. And, uh, yeah, you know, we did just see Justin Fields play the best game he's played in his Chicago career. Definitely the best game he's played this season. And that game, they ended up losing to a Broncos team that uh, prior to everybody was saying, have they quit? Are they done? Is Sean Payton over, you know, is he overrated? Is he over his skis? Yeah, well, the Broncos had the ultimate get right, and that get right is called the Chicago Bears. Now, you look at some of the advanced stats, and, you know, Sam Howell, while he was a fifth-round pick, a lot of people had him slated as a first-round guy when he was uh, in his junior year in North Carolina. Came back to North Carolina, things didn't go as well, he slides to round five. But if you're a big, you know, CPOE, completion percentage overexpected, or, uh, you know, some of these other different advanced stats with quarterbacks, Sam Howell is pretty much average. And that's considering, again, he was overwhelmed in that Buffalo game, sacked over five times, and the team, they only, as a team, they only put up three points. He was getting his ass kicked against the Bills, who we saw just held the Dolphins down to 20 points. But again, the Dolphins have scored 70 points in a game this season. Now, Bears defense is ranked 20th in pass rush win rate. Say that five times fast. But these guys do not win up front. We saw what Buffalo's defensive front did to Miami last week. We saw what Buffalo's defensive front did to Sam Howell in week three. Buffalo's defensive front is a pretty decent pass rush. I do not think the Bears got those type of dudes rushing. I think that Sam Howell will be able to live in the little backfield a little bit, especially when you consider he was able to live in the backfield a little bit against these Eagles who have one of the best defensive lines in football. For my money, the only defensive line that could stop the brotherly shove or the tush push, whatever you want to call that rugby abomination that we allow in professional football, it's disgusting and shouldn't happen. The tush push, get out of here. The tush push should have been something along the lines of what Mark Sanchez did, the butt fumble. That's what the tush push should be, not something that people are actually out here celebrating. I digress. The only defensive line that can stop the tush push is the same one that Jalen Hurts and Jason Kelsey and all them go against the practice, and that's the Eagles defensive line. Commanders held up pretty well against them. If A.J. Brown didn't go supernova, okay, they would have won. I think this team, this commander's team, They could score the football despite the three points against Buffalo. 17th ranked offense in points per game. If they had showed up just a little bit in that Buffalo game, they'd be flirting with the top 10. If not in the top, you know, tops five to five to 10, right? Right in that area. Even if they had just scored 14 points, that takes them up from scoring 20 points a game to 25 points a game. And they're right in the mix. On the flip side, we have a little bit of Zach Wilson syndrome happening with Justin Fields. I'll explain. Both of these guys, in almost every start they had, have been objectively bad. Now, not all of it is their fault, but it is what it is. And ironically enough, both of these guys played the best game we've seen out of them in a calendar year on week four. Now, both of these guys, at the end of the game had a crucial turnover, in Justin Fields' case, two crucial turnovers, that helped cost the game. It is what it is. 
Justin Fields has won a total of five games in his career. The betting on the Bears to win is not smart. You want to bet, if you're looking at this, you think, hmm, Commanders minus six is probably to play. Now, I, you know me, I'm a trends better. I use my eye test, and then I use trends to either confirm or deny what I'm looking at. Here are the trends. Thursday home teams, 21 and 34 against the spread since 2020. 19 and 30 against the spread on Thursday night games. You know, you have your Thursday Thanksgivings and so on. 19 and 30 against the spread. Don't love it. Home teams on Thursday nights since 2020 are just 23 and 26 straight up. For comparison, 84 and 59 straight up on all other nights. So the home team is seemingly at a disadvantage with the short rest. Maybe who knows what the reason possibly could be. And you got the commanders coming off a very physical game with the Eagles. Six is a little rich. So what do we do? Hmm. Well, there ain't no way in hell we're betting on the Bears to win. Matt Eberflus to get his fourth win. If you do, hats off to you. I'm not going to try to predict what day the sun is going to rise in the West. Justin Fields to get his sixth NFL win. Again, I'm not trying to predict when the sun is going to rise in the West. It could happen, but I'm not betting on it. All all the past performance has shown me that that ain't going to be it. What it will show me, though, the NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Commander's money line, no, it's a little juicy. I'm going to parlay that with the Bears team under 19 and a half. 
This offense is an abject disaster, both in play calling and scheme and in the actual execution of said scheme. In Justin Fields' best game of his career, they managed 28 points. Without a garbage time drive in week one, it would be the only time they scored over 19 and a half points. Week one, they scored 20. On a, and tell me if this sounds like the Chicago Bears offense. On a 14-play, 69-yard drive to close out the game. More, uh, uh, that's way more Green Bay prevent than it is Chicago offense, right? When's the last time the Bears won a 14-play drive? Week one. So that's going to be the official play there. We'll parlay the commanders on the money line with the Bears team under 19 and a half. You go get that on FanDuel at the time of recording. You get that at just under even odds, minus 103. Let's get to some props. Did you know the Washington Commanders, despite playing a game in which they lost by 34 points and gave up about half a billion sacks, have the fourth most rushing attempts in football. Eric Bieniemy's out of Kansas City, and he's not afraid or too bored to run the ball like he was in KC, which was a common complaint about the Kansas City Chiefs and their offenses. If you can complain about Kansas City and their offense over the last, I don't know, what, five years, and they've put a residency at the AFC Championship game. I'm going to go ahead and take some correlated props here. Sam Howell has two rushing touchdowns and five starts in the NFL. Plus, he's probably going to be on the move a little bit. They like to move him around. He's plus 240 for any time, plus 1,300 for first touchdown score. I'm going ahead and officially placing it on any time, sprinkling first touchdown score there, and also taking Sam Howell over 13.5 rushing yards, averaging 20 yards rushing per game with a low of 11. Last week, the Bears gave up 13 rushing yards to Russell freaking Wilson. That's right. Russell Wilson had 13 rushing yards against his defense. Sam Howell likes to run and tends to run. A junior year in North Carolina had 11 rushing touchdowns. He's going to get on the move, especially since he's not quite at the, you know, read the entire field level. He's going to be on the move. I like over 13 and a half rushing yards, anytime touchdown. Also taking a backfield made of his Brian Robinson. Over 16 and a half carries and over 64 and a half rushing yards. Brian Robinson hit 45 yards against a good Eagles defense, 70 yards in a Buffalo blowout, and 87 yards against the worst defense in the NFL, the Denver Broncos. The Bears are giving up 115 yards a game against the run right now. I know Sam Howell's a threat to one. That's like I just said. Brian Robinson runs hard. He pressed me against Philly. And even though he only had 45 rushing yards, hard-earned 45 rushing yards, I like him to go over the 64. And he went under carries in Buffalo and Philly. But again, I think that's due to the ass-whooping that Buffalo put on him and the fact that Philly's defensive line is built by grown-ass men. Jalen Carter, Brandon, Brandon, uh, Jalen Carter, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and plus Philly's kind of weaker on in the secondary so far at the start of this year. Makes sense that he wasn't getting a lot of carries. So let's go to the bear side of this thing. 
Taking Justin Fields under 45 and a half rushing yards. No over is a popular play. But the commanders held probably the best rushing quarterback in the game right now outside Lamar Jackson, uh, Jalen Hurts up in Philly, to 34 total rushing yards. And despite Justin Fields, again, having the best game we've seen in a Bears uniform with Luke Getzey calling the plays, he still didn't call a single designed run. Justin Fields has hit over this number once this season, and it was in that, it was in that Kansas City blowout. And, again, only had only five carries in two games. The Kansas City blowout and the Green Bay blowout week one. He's getting these yards on scrambles. He's trying to make things happen down the field of blowout games. I expect this to be a closer game. Therefore, expecting Fields to hang in the pocket. Under 45 rushing yards. 45 and a half rushing yards, excuse me. Because Luke Getze is not going to tell him to run the ball, even though he's probably the best running back on the team. More with Justin Fields. He has been sacked 17 times. He was sacked 55 times last year. He has thrown an interception in 19 of his 29 starts. So, of course, you want to look immediately at his Justin Fields to throw a pick. Now, Justin Fields to throw a pick is minus 148, so it's a little juicy. And if one fan duel, you have tr- I had trouble at least putting it in the same game parlays. I think a savvy way to play this is knowing that Justin Fields is likely going to have trouble here. Washington defensive slash special teams anytime score is plus 480. Typically a lower number than you'd like to see here, but you can almost bet with certainty that between Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, and Jonathan Allen, they're going to get home. They're going to hit Justin Fields. Justin Fields has only, think about it, he has thrown an interception in almost two-thirds of his career starts. The ball is going to be at risk. There's big level of big issues with ball security here. I think Washington defensive special teams anytime score plus 480 has a decent amount of value. If you want to sprinkle them at first TD score as well, it's a plus 3,000. So with that, enjoy Thursday night football as much as you can because this game should stink. But who knows? That's why they play the games, and that's why we all watch them. So with that, the West Coast correspondent, Martin Weiss, you can get at me at Twitter, at Martin Weiss, it's W-E-I-S-S. And for this episode of Cash a Ticket, good luck, everybody. Cash out.